Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. You know, I've been pondering this morning since the news broke that uh, we're going to halt with the AZ uh, vaccine. Pondering, you know, sometimes we don't have to be totally transparent with everything. (laughs) You know, when you're raising kids, sometimes you don't share all truth with them. You know, mommy is sleeping on the couch because the mattress hurts her back. You know, not the fact that you hate each other's guts. You you try to... You try to weave something so that people are comfortable. And since most of us, and certainly through social media, act like children, I'm just saying we don't always have to be transparent. Maybe they could have said, well, look, we're getting a ton of the Pfizer and the Moderna. We'll go with the better stuff and maybe leave the fact that the uh, blood clot numbers are up. Well, because we don't need the anti-vaxxers rising up over this now. The second you said better stuff, you've kind of lost that argument as well. well you've got to find a way to word it. Right. So that, because this this is just now going to, I feel so bad for doctors and nurses and everybody because they've just been trying so hard. Let's get vaccinated. Let's get moving. We're going to be talking to Colleen Wilkinson. She's the chief nursing executive, Lake Ridge Health. She's going to join us just after seven. Sometimes I think these poor people are driving into work going, oh, here we go. Right. Here we go now with this. And now it's going to give more pause and more people are going to start being up in arms. Right. I like yeah. to put my arm up, but it's sore. We were uh, we were talking yesterday about you know people who have learned more, uh, learned new things during the pandemic, mm. and I think many of us learned that we've got a lot more friends that are doctors or scientists apparently yeah. than we thought we knew. <laughs> Everybody I know, <laughs> you read right. a couple of articles and right. and and you know more. Uh, you know, and and listen, given uh, the way that this has all gone on, remember when you know a year ago we were talking about the the thought of vaccines, and they were thinking we wouldn't even start seeing them until September of mm. this year. Now they're talking about uh, all Canadians having a first dose and most having a second by the end of the summer, mm-hmm. right? Which is, you know, a phenomenal change. I'm also interested to hear what the UK has to say about this because, you know, this Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine has been predominantly given in the United Kingdom mm-hmm. and they are now reopening mm-hmm. uh, as a result of the use of it. You know, are there side effects? yes. To any drug, um, and and to this vaccine as well, they've seen uh, uh, eight cases now total in Ontario. There have been three deaths in Canada, all women, um, and uh, and and so there is a risk of it. Definitely, they're saying now uh, there's a one in sixty thousand chance of developing um, this. You know. I guess the clotting that happens, mm-hmm. not necessarily of death as a result of it, but of developing. Uh, and with your second shot, they say it's one in a million. So the, the the risks are still relatively very low. But in you know the uh, the heart of transparency, where they want to be, they say, okay, there's two things here. One, there's you know there is uh, more cases that have been cropping up as we've been giving more of these, and two, there are more. Pfizer and Moderna shots coming in and not seeing more AstraZeneca shots coming in. So maybe it makes more sense now to switch gears. Sometimes I just don't want to see everything behind the curtain. Just give me the show. Right. I don't need to know everything, you know, and that, that for me is part of the problem right now. And I'll say this. We never needed to know everything before. No, I know, and now we think we, we need never, to know everything. We never asked, yeah. right? When you went in to get your, your vaccine for... You know, measles, mumps, rebellion. Did you ever ask who made this vaccine? No, I mean, there's always been people who have had the anti-vax thing. Right. Thanks to the likes of, uh, what's her name, McCarthy. Um, So, 
a couple of days ago, before this story broke, I was having a conversation uh, with a good friend of mine who might not be a good friend anymore. But he uh, he was telling me how he was concerned about the AZ. I told him I had gotten mine. And, and by the way, I would happily go do it again. I, I have no qualms against taking that, that vaccine. Um, anyhow, he's telling me how he's got concern because he's got some health issues. And he, you know, he doesn't want to get the blood clotting and all of this. And, and at first I was fine with that. I'm like, yeah, do whatever makes you comfortable. Sure, why not? And I just started thinking about my buddy and his lifestyle. And it's like you just said about, you know, we never ask questions before. We take medications. They all have side effects. We don't seem to be concerned with that. But this, for some reason, has got us all up in uh, in arms. Anyhow, I kind of got, got on him because, well, I had had a few drinks. Which was part of the, <laughs> Shocking. But, I know. <laughs> but, and, and listen, I'll, I'll say this. You know, I'm no vision of wellness and health. I should do a lot more to take care of myself. But this guy is just on the far scale of doing nothing. Right. You know, you go into his freezer, it's just stacked full of sausages and steaks and burgers and triple cheese, frozen mac and cheese dinners. I mean, this is what this guy has survived on for years. I said to him, I said, dude... You should have more concern about a cholesterol clot hitting your heart than you should about this uh, this blood clot thing. And this is we just pick and choose whatever is com- you know convenient and comfortable for us. Mm. Oh, I see. You'll you'll survive on hot dogs, but somehow this vaccine's going to get you. Right. I mean, it's one or the other, you know. And and that's the kind of thing that drives me a little bit crazy over all of this. So well, and 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 as it should. You mentioned Jenny McCarthy. She's one, you know, has been one of the staples of kind of the anti-vax movement. She mm. thinks there's a link uh, to that in autism, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and has seen it in her own family. It, you know, for someone who endorses, oh, uh, you know, what you should be putting in your body or not. Mm. You know, this is also a woman who had breast implants mm-hmm. and then you know decided to reduce them by putting in other implants as right. well. Right. Yeah, so no, know. you know, it's your body. You do what you want with it. It is Nurses Week, and certainly it should be Nurses Month, Nurses Year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just We should be applauding them constantly and always. And on the line with us this morning is Colleen Wilkinson. Colleen is the Chief Nursing Executive with Lake Ridge Health, my old job. Oh, that's oh really? Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Good morning, Colleen. Good morning. How are you this morning? We are fine. We are fine. And we thank you for taking this time. I'm sure you're incredibly busy. I did want to mention this quickly just before we get going. Uh, We're so happy to have you join us because, to be honest, we've had Dr. Tony Stone join us quite a few times. And he was getting to be too, he was getting to be way too much, you know. The ego it was always about me, me, me. So it's nice to have you join us now instead of the, the good doctor. Well, I'm happy to be here, but he's a good friend and a great guy. <laughs> oh, we were uh, we're very very happy to have him join us whenever he has the opportunity. Um, first and foremost, how are you doing? Uh, we're doing great. Uh, certainly, it's a challenging time, but it is nursing week, and there's lots and lots to be proud of this week. Certainly so, and and we wish a couple of years ago we did our uh, a nursing week show from inside the atrium at Lake Ridge Health. That unfortunately couldn't be done uh, this year. We would have loved to have been able to do that and thank nurses personally, but uh, that's not the case. But give us an update uh, from the nursing perspective at Lake Ridge Health, because a lot of people have heard throughout this pandemic about, you know, certainly how busy it is, and, and, uh, and certainly in the ICUs we've seen that, and generally in the hospital, how are nurses doing? Yeah, so, uh, well, thanks for asking. Um, it has actually been 
quite busy this particular wave in, in wave three. Each wave brings something uh, new and challenging and this particular wave, as you know, has been um, extra challenging for our intensive care units and uh, ours is no exception to that. Uh, certainly there are times when we are busier than other times. Uh, in the past few weeks, we have had a large number of admissions in our ICU and uh, it continues to grow, but uh, you may know that hospitals across the GTA have been working very well together to try to relieve pressure for each other. And so even if there is one ICU that is a little less busy at a time, we do get, um, we do transfer patients between our ICUs and therefore we try to level the load a little bit. So, so no matter what, it, it has been a long haul for our nurses and it has been a very challenging wave. I bet it has. And let's, if you can, paint a little picture for us here. Because in ICU, for those of us who uh, whine and complain that we have to wear a mask to the grocery store or the bank, paint a picture for us about what an ICU nurse goes through in one shift and the amount of times that she must be or he must be in and out of PPE. Well, yes, absolutely. I mean, it's it's when caring for a patient who is COVID positive or who has potential symptoms of COVID and we're waiting to hear every single trip into uh, a room is in full PPE for the entire team. And that can involve a very sustained period of time uh, doing very heavy work in the room. So, so it's difficult, it's sweaty, it's hard work uh, for sure. So uh, there, there's a fair bit of exhaustion. There's a large number of people who are needed in a room to care for patients at any given moment. So, so it's really quite challenging. Colleen, I, I know my father was a doctor at Lakeridge Health for years, and, and he'd come across blood and say, ooh, that's, uh, that's the nurse's job. And, <laughs> and, and, uh, and it is dirty work, and it's difficult work. We're so appreciative when we're in that setting that we have nurses for it. But I'm wondering, how much has the nurse's job description changed over this pandemic? Because now we've got nurses in ICU who are setting up Zoom calls for final goodbyes with families and, and who are dealing uh, with families and trying to ease their concerns and trying not to take their own concerns home to their own families. Uh, it must be just an incredible stress. Definitely the role for nurses has changed, uh, not just in ICU, actually, across the entire hospital and across the entire system. Um, families are our partners. They are there for us. They help us to care for patients and not having them there as an extra um, emotional toll for nurses as they connect families through other means such as uh, virtual meetings through FaceTime or um, other video conferencing software. So. Uh, that is very different, but also all of our other nurses have stepped up in so many ways and have been redeployed uh, to additional areas uh, where they're needed, such as vaccine clinics, to ICU, to higher areas of acuity, to long-term care facilities. So frankly, I just can't say enough about our Lakeridge nurses and nurses throughout the province. Colleen Wilkinson, Chief Nursing Executive Lakeridge Health, joining us this morning. Colleen, let's talk, if we can, about vaccines. We've heard today that uh, AZ is going to be, uh, well, halted. We're getting more Pfizer. We're getting more, more Moderna. 
Uh, the concern, of course, with the AZ is the blood clots and other uh, health issues. But from a nursing standpoint, for those who are still on the fence and for those who will now run with this and say, see, we told you the AZ is no good, you shouldn't take it. As a nurse, as a professional, can you please uh, explain to people who will have their concerns, some very justified, why they should still take the vaccine? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So as you mentioned, we are getting uh, quite a lot more Pfizer in the region over uh, the coming weeks, and we're very excited about that. So all of our clinics across the region with Durham Public Health have increased their clinics. Uh, The paramedic team have increased uh, the different mobile options that they are providing. And and we know that those vaccines are incredibly safe. We have been using them for for many months and other countries have been using them for even longer than us uh, with very, very low rates of um, serious side effects. So uh, we do encourage people to get out there and get vaccinated. We think that is is the way to the end of this pandemic and uh, our nurses quite frankly and all healthcare professionals uh, really do encourage the public uh, to to get out there get vaccinated and continue with all of the public health measures and colleen you mentioned the uh, the different uh dur- jobs and, and different job descriptions nurses have had during this i don't know if if uh just uh, management of people has been one of the main things nurses have been doing. But both Craig and I have had our vaccine, and so far, uh, both uh, we've had to commend those in charge of this process and how streamlined it is. I know it can be frustrating in the booking process, but once you get to the actual administration of the doses and uh, and the lines, the uh, the organization of it all has been incredible. Well, thank you. Uh, we've certainly had a lot of practice now. Uh, we've given lots and lots and lots of vaccine in the region. So uh, it, it is quite slick, I think. So we're, we're incredibly proud of our, our nurses and our physicians and our other team members who are working in our vaccine efforts. And Colleen, uh, from your perspective as being the uh, chief nursing executive, I'm sure you uh, wear many hats, uh, not just as a nurse, but probably for your staff, a, a cheerleader, a mentor, a, a, a psychiatrist, I'm sure at times, because through all of this, the last 14 plus months, uh, it's just been nonstop. And it's not like you could all just go grab a beer after your shift because you couldn't do that either. Uh, nowhere to let off steam from your job, from your desk. Uh, how do you see the nurses holding up and and I guess also, uh, career-wise with nurses, are the younger ones coming in dealing well with it? Are the ones who are close to retirement dealing better with it? Uh, it's it's got to be um, um, an interesting time to see, the I guess, the psyche of the nurses you work with. Yeah, absolutely. It certainly is a challenging time, as you said. Um, to me, team is everything. Uh, we lean on each other. Uh, we talk to each other. We rely on the resources of of our healthy workplace um, department who, who offer us chips and mindfulness. And uh, we all try to do things such as getting outdoors and, uh, you know, sharing our, our stories with each other in order to cope uh, through this time. Uh, but it, it is certainly challenging. Nurses who are coming new into the profession are coming into an environment that is quite different than they might normally be coming into. But we are so incredibly appreciative of them. Right now, we are we are employing uh, a group called Clinical Externs, which are 
our nursing students and uh, they are helping us with care. So mm. we are just so happy to stand shoulder to shoulder with each other uh, to to get through this. And I guess how important is it now uh, more than ever that we get more young students involved in nursing too and, and build up the reserves for uh, the future as we move through this? Well, absolutely. That is that is vitally important. Uh, throughout the pandemic, nursing student placements have been much harder to come by, uh, which raises concerns about our future future workforce. So, so the ability for hospitals to uh, hire on clinical externs and provide every type of nursing student opportunity uh, that is possible is more important than ever right now. Stories we hear about backlogs of uh, surgeries and this type of thing going maybe two to three years uh, down the road. That all being said, I'm sure the hospitals, Lake Ridge Health and all of you, once you're able to start sorting through all of that, will get to those uh, as quickly as possible. But it also should be known, even with all of that and, 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 the, and COVID and ICUs, um, people can still go to the hospital if they're not feeling well. Yes, I mean, outside of, of the, the normal uh, stuff, we, we're, we're so afraid. I think so many of us, we're just kind of swallowing our aches and pains because we don't want to go to the hospital, but it is safe to do so. Yes, absolutely. And in fact, we, we do see decreased volumes at times because people are reluctant to come to hospital. Um, and, and we do encourage people to still come. Uh, either in person to the emergency department when they have an emergency. We don't want people to hold off on doing that. Um, however, we also have a virtual emergency department, uh, which which is available um, online on our Lake Ridge Health website, which will allow people an option to speak with a nurse and, and also with a doctor in order to um, begin to uh, talk through their problems in a way that's safe and comfortable for them. Well, that's perfect, Colleen, because I need to talk to somebody because <laughs> I got lots of problems. And, <laughs> you don't have the time. <laughs> and my wife, my wife is tired of hearing about it. So I'm going to have to turn to somebody, and we'll always turn to all the doctors and the nurses with the utmost of confidence. Colleen, during this nursing week, Thank you so very much. We'd love to be there. We'd love to be doing the show from the lobby. We'd love to be able to give everybody hugs and handshakes and high fives. We will one day, hopefully. Uh, but until then, please stay safe and a big, big thank you to all of your staff. Well, thank you very much and happy nursing week to all of the nurses up there. There you go. Colleen Wilkinson, she is the chief nursing executive at Lake Ridge Health. Good. I'm going to start sending in my photos and problems and my rashes. <laughs> my rashes and my bumps. <laughs> So we're always researching something, looking into things that probably don't always need to be researched. But this is something uh, they did in some little uh, study in Italy. They wanted to find out uh, how often we check our phones when we see somebody else looking at their phone. Okay. And they followed like 185 people around who didn't know they were being watched. There's something wrong about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're doing research. Sure you are. Sure, wink, wink. Uh, anyhow, they followed these people around, and they figured out that uh, half of us pick up our phone within 30 seconds, and the rest of us within a minute. So it's wow. it's just, it's like yawning. It's like if I yawn, you'll yawn too. Yeah. I pick up my phone, within no time, you're going to be looking at yours. Yeah, I, I guess 
It, part of it could be just the frustration, too. Like, if you and I are out for wings or something like mm. that, and you grab your phone and start to look at it, it's like you're bored of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and so you got to check something. And so I will naturally go, well, yeah. all right, well, I guess I better check my phone, too. You're not more important than me. Right. Yeah, I think I think the phone, uh, it, it's, it's just we're going to have to have surgery on our hands at some point because it's just going to take the shape of holding that phone and the bent fingers because we just don't ever let it out of our hands. And it interferes in everything now. Like, I find uh, uh, I find even when I'm watching a show, and I watch a lot of TV, but I'll be missing big chunks of whatever we're watching because now I'm Googling every actor that I stumble upon that I think, oh, whatever happened to that <laughs> guy true. or girl? <laughs> you know, we're watching The Crown right now, and uh, the guy that played King George, for the life of us, we were, like, going back and forth. Who was he? What was What was he in? What was he in? I'm searching and looking, and finally I realized he was uh, one of the main characters in Mad Men when we watched that. Oh, okay. But, you know, now we've got to rewind a whole bunch of The Crown to figure out, ah, the phone gets in the way. <laughs> you know. During the loving, I'm, I'm Googling positions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. So that's what we do. We, and I think we use the phone a lot, too, just to avoid you know, like yeah, oh yeah, you're, uh, you're uh, again. Say you're with family. It's a, maybe it's a, it's like a Thanksgiving, a family dinner or something, and you've just kind of had enough of a cousin or an uncle or an aunt, and they're babbling. Yeah. So it's go to your phone. Or is it even public? You just don't want to be approached, right? Or talk to you know, like listen, you're walking to the store. Remember when they could have like people selling stuff out front, right? Right, like yeah. the kids uh, collecting for whatever charity right. it may be. Yeah. Boom to your phone right away. Yeah. Sorry, nothing. Didn't even see you there. Oh, you know, that's so annoying, too, now, because some of them are set up so that they can uh, take your debit off you right there yes. and there. You still yes. be, sorry. No change, yeah, no, no yeah. Change, no, no change, no change. pockets. We take debit. Oh, yeah, you do? Well, here, I'm going to give you advice. Here's what you're going to take from me. <laughs> the Guinness Book of World Records is in the Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> as the best-selling copyrighted book of all time. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Isn't the... Uh, the Bible copyrighted? You, I don't know. Maybe it's not copyrighted. Uh, I think that sold a few. Uh, a couple of copies. I see them in hotel rooms. Do uh -huh. they still have them in hotel rooms? Is that still a thing? I don't know. I've been in a hotel room in quite some time. So it was always such an odd little strange thing. Right. Um, oh, remember this, Michael. Technically, it's illegal to mail used underwear. It's illegal. Yes. If some pervert decided he wanted to buy it off you, it's illegal. You say no. Okay. Because there are laws that ban mailing indecent and filthy substances. Right. Yeah, there shouldn't be much need for mailing used underwear. If you're buying used underwear online, mm. you've, uh, you've got bigger problems. I don't even like touching my used underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Once it hits the floor, I just want to pick it up with a stick. <laughs> There are five major league baseball teams that have won every time they've been in the World Series. Okay. The Miami Marlins. Right. The Los Angeles Angels. Uh-huh. Washington Nationals. Toronto Blue Jays would be in there, wouldn't they? Uh-huh. And the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. Jays have done it uh, twice, back-to-back. -back. Yeah. So there you go. There's your sports shorts. All right. About two million years ago, there was a species of rodents that were as big as a hippopotamus. Oh, my goodness. What killed them off? Holy cow. Starvation. <laughs> I guess. 
So next time you see like a, a rat in the you know subway or right. something, at least it's not like a hippo coming down the tracks. <laughs> oh. oh man, the teeth on that too. Oh, I learned a, a little thing about Arcady. If she fills in, okay, you know, for either of us when we're off, she has like a real phobia about rats and rodents in general. Uh-huh. Like. She heard there was, we had a, some sort of infestation here in the building at some point. We had a mouse at one point. She w- was like saying to management, I, I can't come in. I'm going to have to figure out a way of, like, she really has an issue. And I didn't know this. And one time you were off and we were doing random facts and yeah. some rat story came up. She literally walked out as I was telling the story. Like she couldn't even hear no, the story? No, couldn't. And I didn't know what was wrong. I, I thought maybe she was going to throw up or something. Right. I, mean, I had that effect on women. <laughs> 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 no, I, once, once I was done and the mic was off, she came back in. She goes, I'm so sorry. I, I just can't. I can't hear it, see it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of them. No, nobody is, I don't think. Well, I mean, there are people who have, like, mice as pets. Yeah. yeah but, mice, but not rats. Right, no, no. That, again, you'd have bigger problems. <laughs> yeah, my pet rat. <laughs> yeah, so at least we don't have those to deal with. See, things weren't better mm. back then. The cartoon guy on a can of Pringles has a name. It's Julius Pringles. Trying to remember what the hell he looks like. Oh, I'll have to go get a container of it. It's been <laughs> a while since I've had Pringles. Usually my hand is wrapped around as I've got a whole <laughs> can up over me. Yeah. Getting every last chip in there. And it, it, could they not make that can like a half inch bigger so a hand could fit into it? I think it's built for children's hands. Is it really? Uh, maybe. It's it is a like snack some, as an adult. Like you're not Chinese supposed to have Chinese torture it. game where you're, you're walking around with a... Can yeah. of Pringles stuck on their hand. I feel like you're going to cut yourself on the sides <laughs> as you're yanking out on the chips. Uh, can you feel the love tonight? It was almost cut from The Lion King, but Elton John argued with producers, got them to leave it in, and it ended up winning an Oscar for Best Original Song. Who argues with Elton when it comes to that? Just his husband. <laughs> no musical else. choices. That's right. Yeah, what do you know, Elton? <laughs> right. What do you ever do? <laughs> what do you ever do? Uh, here's a good reason for you to uh, maybe make your coffee at home. If you pay $3 for a coffee, mm-hmm. that's a 2,900% markup right. on what it would cost you to make it at home, $0.10. Cents. Uh-huh. Yeah, and there's people who just refuse. Like, yeah. they've got to go. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's not just the you know, the, the budget coughs. coffee drive throughs mm-hmm. The expensive ones, too, mm-hmm. all lined up. Mm-hmm. The moon isn't uh, shaped like a sphere. It's shaped like a lemon. Hmm. I didn't oh. know that. Yeah. According isn't, to, isn't it flat? It, no, the earth is. Oh, right. According to J.K. Rowling, Harry Potter was born in 1980. That means the Harry Potter books were set in the early and mid-90s. I think I always kind of envisioned them in the 70s, maybe more. I have not read a single word or seen even any of the your, movies. Even to your children? Nothing? <laughs> Why would I start that? It's like 800 pages. No, I know. Not now. I mean, they can read it on their own yeah. now. But even when they were younger, I guess they were, it was kind of a, a fad that had passed by the, the yes. time they yeah, came I, around. I, to I, be. I missed out on that. Oh, yeah. Well, Shockingly. I got, caught, I got caught dead in the center of oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, read all the books, saw all the movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the person who invented the stethoscope... Uh, was a man named Rene Lenac, and he came up with it because he didn't feel comfortable putting his ear 
directly on a woman's chest. Oh. Yeah. I know how you feel. (laughs) (laughs) If it was you, the woman would have invented it. And and the cord would have been really... You go. You go. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. There. Stand there. If we're allowed to do anything this summer, people say they've got some summer bucket list things they'd like to get to. They'd like to go camping, they'd like to water ski, wakeboard, surf, hike, skydive, fish, mountain climb, sunbathe. You've never sunbathed? <laughs> you've been living in the basement or you've been living under the sink? What's going on here? Who hasn't sunbathed? You walk outside to get to the bus. Right. You're sunbathing. Anyhow. So it's, it's things we've never done or things we just miss doing? Summer bucket list. A bucket list to me is something you've never done that you right. want to try. I mean, I get water skiing, wakeboarding, surfing, hiking, sky diving, fishing, mountain climbing. I won't do any of that. That <laughs> seems all too much. But sunbathing does make me ponder. What have, what have you been mm-hmm. that you haven't been able to sunbathe ever? Like the Arctic? Probably not a lot of sunbathing going on there. No. No, you'd be pretty pasty. Have you? Uh, what's uh, what's the latest from your son in uh, Nunavut? Uh, like, he what's is life now, like there right now? He's uh, well. It was locked down. Uh, he's still snowmobiling. He's, uh, no, no. He's looking at an ATV now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this company he works for, they profit share. They do all sorts of things. Well, they, you know, they're desperate to keep people up there working, right? right. So, uh, no, he's good. His girlfriend's going to be heading up there, I think, uh, next month to spend three or four months with him. Ooh, that's she, dedication. She can work from anywhere. Yeah, and. Uh, He's just uh, desperate for whiskey. They got uh, no booze up there. They got beer and they got wine. But for oh. some reason, no alcohol, no liquor. Really? So we're going to send up a big bottle of Jameson with her. And uh, otherwise, he's good. Yeah, there's a lady across the hall from him who uh, she has a, a dog and had a bunch of puppies. So he sent us a bunch of videos of him in the hallway playing with all these little puppies. And I say to him, as long as those puppies stay there. <laughs> like, what I, like what I gave you, mom and dad. That's right. I, I gave you a, a grandson. Uh, I just and I said to him, I said, don't be sending one of them back with uh, with your girlfriend when she comes back. But uh, yeah, he seems to be enjoying himself. It's huh? a, he's cooking for himself. He's cleaning for himself. We call him and we say, what are you up to? And he says, oh, I just finished cleaning the bathroom. We're like, what son of this? <laughs> Who, who's this kid? <laughs> who's this kid? <laughs> I, well, the girlfriend's not there for another month or so. Why clean the bathroom? Oh, I know. Well, I guess he's practicing. <laughs> I, uh, I joke with him and say, if we get chance to get up there and uh, and see you over the summer, because I would like to see it. I mean, I am intrigued. Uh, I said, I'm going to uh, come right into your home and just throw everything on the floor, <laughs> jump on the couch, <laughs> and ask what's for dinner. <laughs> just so you can see how it feels, son. But, yeah, he's good. And the other one is uh, in England and coming home in August. We don't know where they're going to live, but... He understands from his company that he's also going to be able to carry on with them under a contract situation. Oh, great. Because, again, you can, you know, he works in the tech world, and mm. uh, you can work anywhere in the tech world. This internet goes everywhere. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good for that. So, yeah, so we'll see what happens. They're saying now, too, with with all the people working from home, cybersecurity has become kind of a massive issue with, like, 60% or, or two-thirds of companies saying there's been more cyber attacks oh really are happening a lot of them coming through email You're right but you have to have to watch out and especially because people are 
are working from home, not necessarily as diligent mm. uh, with their computers as they're logged on to work ones. Yeah, and everybody's situation is different. I mean, I tend to, with my personal email at home, I just I just literally go through it and delete tons of stuff every day mm. that I, you know, and it's all just ads coming in and trying to sell me stuff mostly, right? And then, yeah, anything I don't recognize is gone. Although it's interesting with my email, and I guess this is true of most, maybe, depending on how you have your things set up. Like, you can see an email without actually opening it. Right. To the right, right? So you can kind of scan and go, okay, this makes sense to open or or not. Mm -hmm. You know. know, Fool me once with those penis pumps. (laughs) (laughs) Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.